You're listening to Alana Fitzgerald's Because I Can podcast. Hope you enjoy. Well, a big howdy to everyone out there in podcast land. Thank you so much for listening to Alana's Because I Can podcast. Now, I am absolutely beside myself to announce today's guest. I am a huge fan and so excited. Today we're chatting with the actor of stage, television and film and a brilliant musician, Alan Fletcher, a.k.a. Dr. Carl Kennedy from Neighbours. Oh, hi, Alana. Such kind words. Thank oh, you. Look, you're so welcome. I'm, I really am beside myself and so, so honoured that you're on the podcast. I'm a huge fan of not only Neighbours but of you and your music and everything you do. Bloody brilliant. Thank you. Very, very honoured. Now, I'll just very quickly tell the listeners that, uh, yeah, me and technology aren't particularly good. We're actually on take two, which um, I, I kind of did on purpose. I'm testing my acting skills to see if I remember my lines. What do you reckon, Alan? Did I say nearly the same thing again because I just did take two because I, the record button wasn't on? <laughs> <laughs> you, you actually, you were spot on. It's like, like you're working to a script. Well done. Oh, yay. Okay. See, I'm trying to get my way back into Neighbours, you know, when it returns. <laughs> That's my evil plan. Okay. Thank God everything's working now. Okay. Now, Alan, I also, in take one, was saying that I saw you in Tamworth. I'm originally from Tamworth. Yeehaw! And I saw you at the Country Music Festival where you were singing and performing isn't Tamworth the most wonderful place to be for all sorts of music for the festival? That's incredible, really. I mean, it, it, besides the fact that it brings together uh, that the wonderful broad church that is country music with yes. lots of different types of music being played, um, it also connects musicians together too who don't get to see each other throughout the year. Yep. And so it's a, it's a big, it's kind of a big party yeah, it's a, mm-hmm. and a big networking experience. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's just absolutely de rigueur that we all get to Tamworth once a year. Oh, absolutely. I, I just love it. I, have, I actually haven't, because I live up the Gold Coast now and I haven't been back for the festival for quite a while, um, even though I'm originally from there. So I'm so glad I did that everyone is so friendly. It is such a great time. And a lot of parties, like you said, and a lot of music to go and watch everywhere. There's music. 50,000 people come to Tamworth. So after it, you need a bloody holiday. Just, <laughs> just for people that haven't been, you, you do. You need a break. That's for sure. That is for sure. <laughs> now, let's go back to the beginning a little bit. So you were born in Perth. It sounds like I'm, I'm about to do this is your life. <laughs> so, from Perth. Now, when you were a wee little kid, did you think I want to be an actor and a musician or how did it all start? Well, I was, it was probably when I got to uh, in the latter years of primary school, I started doing school plays mm. and I loved them so much. But it was really, uh, in, when I got into secondary school, I had a fantastic drama teacher. Um, in fact, I had two fantastic drama teachers, uh, English teachers who did plays with us. Right. And we did a wide variety of plays. We did Shakespeare, lots of Shakespeare, but we also did contemporary plays as well. So, um, you know, I had enormous passion for for acting. So when I went to university, I studied arts, not science, as, as I was predicted I would do. Oh. And I joined the Dramatic Society at the university, which I ended up running oh. um, within a year and, uh, and went professional at age 20. So, awesome. yeah, it was it was kind of meant to be, really, I think. Yeah. How, how good is that, that 
you've had such a long career in in quite a hard industry and and so successful at it and you knew that is bloody awesome i love hearing stories like that and yeah then, well thank you it's it, um it, it's a joy i mean obviously uh neighbors has been a big slice of my career mm. it's, um you know we're talking 28 years of a 45 year career yeah. But uh, I'm pleased that I got to do so much work before I started on Neighbours that I feel quite satisfied that I've had, you know, a, a real good bro- a variety of work. Yeah, absolutely. I was reading through some of the things that that you've actually done, and it's just incredible. Like your career, I just absolutely love it. And the, did you morph into the music side of it from acting, or was that kind of there as well from the beginning? I do. I was. I did quite a little bit of music theatre. So uh, you know, singing and uh, singing on stage was was quite common to me, or quite you know, well, I, I was quite comfortable. Yeah. Um, I also did a fair bit of um, sort of swing music and things like that. Um, you know, singing at concerts and Christmas concerts and oh. things like that. So I, I was out there performing a bit, yeah. not 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 really you know, full time or anything. Um, it wasn't until 2004 when I met up with a couple of musos and we formed a rock band that yeah. performed uh, primarily at the uh, the Neighbours Nights in Melbourne. Um, the, the band was called Waiting Room and it very quickly got picked up by the uh, the UK uh, university touring circuit um, oh. because, of, because of the interest in Neighbours. So I ended up touring with that band uh, 10 times in, in eight years. And um, wow. we enjoyed enormous success, yeah. Yep. I, I was, yeah, reading about that band too. And and from and you doing stage as well. Like that, I reckon, and I'm asking you too, do, is that harder? Like because you're on stage if you're doing theatre, that if you stuff up, they can't go cut, take two, like we just uh-huh. had to. Like that would be more daunting, wouldn't it? You're on it's a quite a different, yeah, it's quite a different discipline. Oh. Um but but bear in mind, of course, you do. You know, when you when you're doing stage, you often have considerable rehearsal periods yeah. uh, to really really hone the play and uh, and and really work out what you want to do. Whereas with television, a lot of it's actually just done, um, you know, literally done. Um, you know, with with a couple of quick rehearsals and then you're into it. Yeah, that's so. Yep. Yeah, it, it's sort of it's a completely different discipline. Mm. Um, uh, you know, television, you've, you've got to make a lot of decisions and choices yourself um, uh, before before you get into the room. Uh, whereas with theatre, you often go in with, as a kind of a blank sheet yeah. and um, and take things from there. Yeah. It, it's all very, um, like, you have to be so spot on and clear-headed. Have, have you ever been there, like, and just hung over or so sick and you just totally forget your lines like while you're on stage or in theatre or anything and just think, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, I've actually, I'm, I'm, I've had it uh, pretty, uh, pretty okay with theatre, um, but I did, uh, you know, I've had a couple of moments where I've had uh, some, you know, some tr- tricky uh, blank, you know, um, um, blanks, I have to say. Yeah. And, uh, that, you know, that can be... Uh, <laughs> That can be a bit difficult to deal with. Yes, I, I would imagine. So, on some of the uh, musicals that you've done was I read was Peter Pan and another one called Call Girl. That sounds a bit saucy. What was that all about? Uh, well, Call Girl was actually about uh, uh, you know, a, a literally telephone call. Uh, oh, <laughs> it was written by the comedian uh, Tracy Harvey. Actually, very very well known comedian in her t- in her time. Right, uh, and. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a it was a sort of you know, a modest production, 
Um, but yes, mm. it was about about people working in a call centre. Okay, um, I was on yeah. the wrong. I was veering off onto the wrong side of call oh. girl there, wasn't I? Oh, don't, don't <laughs> worry. The Dubois was intended. Good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the the um, yeah, I've done a few musicals like the you know old old fashioned musicals like No No Nanette and uh, um, um, you know and, and so forth and yeah, uh, yeah I, I I think um, uh, yeah I, I do I do love a big big sort of Broadway musical yeah but um, yeah you know, a little alternative uh, new musicals like Call Girl were fascinating to do as well because they're contemporary yeah absolutely you're very very versatile so bloody well done now thank you you're welcome now also you have a new album out. So let's let's talk a bit about that. The new album's called The Point, and I must say I love the cover of it. Is that your two, your wife and your two kids on the cover? Oh, well, as you know, the the two gentlemen on there are actually my produ- my producers. Oh, uh, the Damien Caparella and Lachlan Bryan. Lachlan Bryan, of course, being the front man for Lachlan Bryan in the Wilds, and Damien Caparella is a side man in that band as well. Um, so yes, we shot that. Uh, we shot that around the pool because it was actually Lachlan's uh, creative idea. He, he, he's, he said he'd always wanted to be a um, wearing a nineteen twenties bathing suit, and we kind of we kind of took it from. <laughs> okay, took it from that's there. random. Yeah, uh, it, it all developed from there, really. Okay, and so and he got his dream to be in one of those bathing suits on your front cover. That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness me, that's very random. Good on you, as I say. So, and yeah. also the track number eight called "Somebody." You've co-wrote and sang with your beautiful wife, Jennifer Hanson. That's right. That? Yes. Well, Jen, yes, Jen, Jen was very well known to a lot of uh, certainly Victorians because she read the Channel Ten news down here mm-hmm. for ten years, yep. and worked um, uh, at Channel Ten for twenty years. But also, she. Um, uh, yeah, she she worked on radio as mm. well, doing uh, yep. Smooth FM for for nine years. So she's she's quite well known to audiences. Yep. And yep. and Jen, Jen's actually left uh, left Smooth now to come out and work with me. Uh, we we just did a tour of the UK for so, this new album, The Point. Yeah. Um, as well as doing the Neighbours Celebration Tour, which was a massive fifteen date uh, tour. Because um, that's huge over there as well, isn't it? Like. It is immensely popular, and yep. uh, there were the people were got well, five and a half million people watched the last episode of Neighbours last year. Holy shit! And uh, the, the, the audiences were absolutely gutted. Me that, too. Uh, I needed uh, counselling. Right. I needed absolute counselling. I think I still do, but I, I'm I'm getting a lot better because I know it's coming back. <laughs> yes, well, that, that that was the thing. We were supposed to be doing a farewell tour oh. uh, in the UK, and it turned into a celebration tour. So oh. we. Uh, that's great. We got lucky. We yeah. got lucky. A farewell tour would have been just tragic. <laughs> I know. And what do you do on a farewell tour? Like, do you cry? Well, that's or... right. You, yeah, <laughs> you, just, you just reminisce. Well, at least this time around we were able to reminisce, but with the the, the happy thought that we would be moving on. Yes. So uh, oh. uh, the audiences were ecstatic. Oh, look, I am too, I can tell you. I was going to send my counselling fees to Channel 10 and write a scathing letter, but we're all good now. <laughs> So back back to your music. How many albums? Because I'm just I really want to talk about that because you you besides being such a good actor, you're, you're a brilliant musician too. And and there is quite a lot of people that don't even know that. So that's why I just think like your albums and your songs and uh, they're just and that you like John Prine. I, I love, love yeah. John Prine. 
Yeah, no, John Prine is my biggest inspiration. Yes, um, I had two it. albums with my band Waiting Room. One was an originals album called In the Waiting Room, and the other was a live album, which combined originals with covers. Yep. Uh, and uh, that's all still there out there on on Spotify and Apple Music and as Alan Fletcher and The Waiting Room. Yep. Um, but but my, my, my country music sort of start, I started releasing it last year, and uh, the first single, Sorry is the Word, was the, it was a duet I did with... Um, Oh, Elise Platt. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me, Ivana. You're right. <laughs> With Elise Platt, yeah. Yep. yep. And it's uh, a great that, song. Now, Elise Platt was from Sale of the Century. She was that on Sale of the Century. She's also a very accomplished musician. She's uh, released. Uh, she's released three uh, albums herself. Uh, no, a fourth. A fourth album's just come out. Yep. So she's very, very accomplished, and um, uh, and also she, she has, of course, been on Neighbours in a couple of incarnations as well. Yep. Um, Who hasn't so, been on Neighbours except me, which I'm trying to actually do with my uh, take two of the beginning of this. But that, <laughs> that is she. That song I've heard that song with Elise Platt, and it's just I love it. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. It's a bit of an earworm. Uh, it's in a very <laughs> traditional country duet style. Yes. Uh, then I released a, an EP called Dispatches. Mm-hmm. Um, which is you know a five track EP, which included the John Prine track "Fish and Whistle," um, and I've actually um, uh, you know I love John Prine so much. Mm-hmm. We actually bought "Fish and Whistle" across onto the album as well. The point. Yes. Yep. I I saw that and I heard that. Um, uh, and I love his song uh, "Tears of a Rose." That's a duet with uh, is it Oris Dement? But yeah, I think it's uh, Oris Dement. Yeah. 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 And she is brilliant too. Like, and when. I say to a lot of people, except for, like, because I'm from Tamworth, as you know, so, you know, I know all that sort of stuff. If I say Iris Dement, they go, huh? Or John Pine, who? So it is so good to see and hear someone that not only loves his music, but you are so good at what you're doing and your own thrown in there as well. So how versatile are you? And you've just Uh come back from from the UK, as you said, with the Neighbours, uh, which was the Goodbye Slash Celebration Tour, but that was also a tour for your new album too, wasn't it? It was. Locke and Brian and, the, and two members of the Wilds came out with me, and so they played They played uh, support and uh, then played with me. Um, it was a highly successful tour, yep. uh, and wonderful to have my wife with me as well. Yes. Uh, really, got, really got the music spread around, and uh, you know, there's a lot of reputation building in that. And um, uh, incredibly enjoyable to play the album every night for two weeks. Yes, uh, literally, uh, literally every night for two weeks. Yeah, um, to, to to new audiences and 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 yeah, you know, show people a side of myself that they might not know. Yep, good on you. I say you definitely know all the words to the songs now, wouldn't you? Singing every <laughs> night like that. Plus, to yes, you... I didn't make too many mistakes. <laughs> I forget the words of my. I'm I'm a singer songwriter too, and yep. I'm also in a on the. Gold Coast here in a duo, a covers band and an ABBA show. So ah. I know what it's like rehearsing and trying to remember things. And doing the ABBA show, that one each song is like a bloody production in itself. They were so yes. full on. So and when you you do the shows time after time, it, it's it sinks in and then it's you know muscle memory. And might I say, you may have saved some marriages with your song that you've written with your wife called Somebody. Instead of blaming each other, you somebody did that somebody yep, exactly, you could save some exactly. marriages well that's right i think i think uh, a lot of uh, marriages and a lot of relationships get into trouble because uh, everybody wants to be right you know yes. everybody wants to be the one to to, to to say you know you did this you were wrong 
uh, apportion blame. Mm. Uh, but if you can avoid that and just sort of like in a, in a cute way sort of go, somebody somebody <laughs> did this. Uh, everyone knows who who we're talking who about, the, but we don't name names. Who the somebody is? What you really mean is you. Left the bloody. <laughs> that's what you really mean. Oh, now, the button went crazy. <laughs> but oh. instead of saying that, you just say somebody. So that's a cute way of you know putting it. Saving marriage is good on you. So now. No. Yeah. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say sorry is the word, of course, is, is, is in that theme as well because uh, mm. yeah, that's, that's another word that if it was said a little bit more frequently uh, um, would, would perhaps save a few relationships as well. Totally agree. Absolutely agree. Instead of just wanting to be right, why don't you just want to be happy and, and get along? It doesn't matter who's wrong or right, does it? Sometimes. Sometimes it does. So, exactly. Yes, yeah, so exactly. good on you for your music. Now, um, at the end, we will uh, I'll get you to tell people where they can find all your music. So in sure. the meantime, um, as I said before, when I found out that Neighbours was going to stop, I really nearly needed counselling and my friend and I watched that together. Um, look, she's in her house, I'm in mine, and we text constantly through the whole thing. We miss half of it because we're texting each other. So saying, well, what's he wearing? What's he doing? What's happening now? So if <laughs> I don't ask you this, she's going to be peeved. So when is it coming back or you're not allowed to say or you don't know? Well, we started filming last Monday. Um, Did you? Yes. Oh. Yeah, we, we, we're back on deck filming. Yes. But I can't tell anybody um, when uh, when we go back on air. Yes. And, uh, and the only reason I can't tell anyone when we're going, when we're going back on air is quite simply I, I have know. no idea. Yep, that's it. And it <laughs> so, um, there's so yeah, much that's, involved, that's, isn't yeah, there? Yeah. All, all the editing, to get it all together and the editing and the blah, 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 blah. So it does take a while anyway. But I am beside myself that you've just said you've started filming again on Monday. I've thrown yep. my arms in the air in celebration. Oh, thank you. Yes, it's uh, um, it's it's it is it is completely wonderful, and uh, mm. um, yes, I'm 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 thrilled for the millions of people who you know really uh, really love neighbours yes. and um and and have missed it and so forth, and um, it's, yes, it's a it's a um. Um, a, a wonderful, wonderful thing that we've, we've managed to get to this point. Yeah, that's for sure. It's it's a bloody icon, Neighbours, and it's been around forever. People have grown up with Neighbours, and you, the longest-running, continuously-appearing character on the series in history. Look, you're a oh, legend, bloody legend. That, thank you. Yes, I've, I've been I've been there for a while. That yep. is for sure. Good on you. Um, yeah. Well, I'm pretty I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty chuffed actually, to be honest. Yep. That, that I've been there that long and. Yes, it's been uh, it's been an absolute joy to be involved in Neighbours and to, to be part of the show and mm. uh, long may it long may it continue. Oh, I reckon that's for sure. And how sad! Like before you, obviously, when, when you were having the last episode, like as you said, five million people watched it. Um, I thought it was about fifty billion, but I was just in tears, going, "Oh my god!" Like there's no more Neighbours. That would have been so sad for all the cast and crew. On that last episode, were you thinking, "Holy shit!" or everyone just sad and hugging and crying? It was a nightmare. Um, oh. I mean, we were all, we were all very, very sad. Obviously, there was lots of hugs, lots of tears, lots of hugs, lots of kisses. But um, 
it was a nightmare because you know there was just but you were so aware of that two hundred people were being thrown out of work. Yes. Um. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it, this is no small thing. Mm. And mm. um, uh, you know, it's it's it's, it's an absolute tragedy. So um, yeah, it was it was wonderful that when when the announcement was made to come back, my very first thought was for all the people who you know had had lost their jobs, there was a potential now for them to either get the job back or for someone else to have their job. Yes. Um, which is an absolute joy. Yeah, absolutely. I, I thought of that too when watching that last episode of, of all the people that were being put out of work. So it is just in so many ways so good that it's coming back. Now, the lovely Jackie Woodburn, who plays your wife, Susan Kennedy, is she from Scotland originally? Uh, no, she's actually originally Irish. She comes Irish. from a little, town, yeah, a little town called like uh, Carrickfergus, yeah. Yep. Because um, I've yeah, heard, uh, heard her talk in, in like on not on the show. So, and I thought how peculiar, not peculiar, but it's funny that um, she has an Irish accent and a little bit and putting on the Australian accent, which is bloody hard because normally we do it the other way around, I suppose, because I'm Australian and you have to put on an Irish accent, which seems easier than to put on an Australian accent. Well, that's right, yes. Um, uh, you know, uh, Jackie moved to Australia when she was very young. Mm. So the, the, the accent she has is mainly... To do from the point of view that, um, with uh, mainly the point of view of uh, you know, her parents had very, very thick Irish accents all their right. life, yes. Um, and so she was surrounded by that, yep. Um, but you know, of course, her Australian accent is, is awesome. uh, well, well formed, and mm. um, she very, very, very unlikely do you'll hear any sort of sense of Irish in um, when she when she's talking, yep. That's that's exactly right. So that's why I, I just brought it up that it's um, – and I know when some people try – if Americans – I'm not saying all um, – try and do the Australian accent and it's like, no, 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 stop it. Still no, stop it. <laughs> because yeah. it never sounds Aussie. It's a very hard accent to do. But anyway well, – yeah, The Australian accent is, in fact, uh, the, the one of the hardest to do. There's yes. No question about that. Yep. Yeah. Now, I also just very quickly, because I know you don't have all that much time – and I am so bloody excited. I also read that you were on the original Love Boat. Did you play someone on the Love Boat? That's correct. Yes, oh I. Oh my I, god! Um, <laughs> I love that the, show. Um, the Love Boat came to Australia. It was oh. a. Um, uh, they they did two specials here in Australia, oh. and. Uh, it was, um, uh, you know, it's an opportunity for me to be on to be on one of them. I actually auditioned for the Love Boat, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, a very strange thing happened actually. Alana. I auditioned, mm-hmm. but my audition tape didn't work. I was the <gasps> first person to audition, um, but the tape didn't uh, didn't work. Like this so bloody record very, button before. What's going on? It must be you. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> keep going. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the Americans uh, who I you know, had to see the tape, uh, it was going to be sent to America for, for them to see. They never got a chance to see me, but the director, oh. very kindly, the director said, look, I, I, I want this Alan Fletcher guy. And um, so I got the job regardless of the fact my tape didn't work, um, which I was pretty chuffed about. And it was an extraordinary, yeah, it was an extraordinary experience. We worked with lots of, lots of very famous people. I was paired up with Grant Goodeve and... Uh, um, uh, and and a whole bunch of other actors, and mm. it was it was marvelous. You know, there were so many famous actors on the on the boat. Absolutely. Um, and uh, you know, Lloyd Bridges was there, oh. and Jim Neighbors, wow. so forth. Yeah, so it was it was a joy to do, and what a um, great uh, experience for you. 
Yeah, it was amazing. The, Quite amazing. The love boat. Oh, you, you can just hear that song. What the love boat. And, and, and if, when you look back at it now, some of it is a little bit creepy, I might say. Like the doc, he was such oh. a stud muffin. And you're like, why? Why? Why is he a stud muffin? And yeah. Everybody was Harry High Pants. Like all, all the crew, and that's like, oh dear, it's Harry High Pants. But nevertheless, it was just such a good show. So how good that you've been on that? Okay, it was here. Yeah, it, it was a joy to do. Yeah. It really was, and uh, and I, I learned a lot doing it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you've you've had just you must have the most just wonderful memories, and so many more to come because it's all coming back. Plus all your music that you're doing. Now, I I have a little segment, and it's called just a quickie. So, and I'm going to, we're going to have just a few little quick questions. It's kind of like a bit of a neighbours off, but problem being that I wrote the questions so I'd possibly know the answers. Mm. <coughs> so, but I'm going to move the answers away. Just pass them back over here, will you? I'm t- talking to my assistant, which is my dog, so she probably won't pass them back. So you've got a good chance to answer these before I get in there myself. So, right, here we go. So it's called Just a Quickie. <laughs> Just a quickie. Oh, now I can't find them. Here they are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what was Delta Goodrum's character's name in Neighbours? Uh, oh, oh, goodness me. Um, it's gone right out of my head. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nina no, Tucker. That's right, Nina Tucker. Yeah, yes, it was back in 2002, but so that's okay. Rightio. Now, what was Toadie's wife's name? That went over the cliff in the car. Her that was D. Yes. D Bliss. Oh, yes, that's it. And isn't that when when you say that name, D Bliss? It see, I'm back to my little. It sounds a little bit like an adult film star, D Bliss. Or is it just me? <laughs> it's just me, isn't it? <laughs> it's just you. <laughs> okay, right here, moving on. All right, now what was Toadie's second wife's name? Well, his second wife was Sonia. Yes. Um, Fancy having a neighbours off with a neighbours star that's been on it for the longest. <laughs> yes. That, no, no, actually, 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 not correct. Oh. He, uh, he, it's actually, he married Steph. Um, he did too. He married Steph uh, oh. before that, but he only married Steph because she was having a baby with Libby's, Libby's um, uh, boyfriend. Drew, she <gasps> she was she felt pregnant to Drew, so Toadie very uh, very uh, kindly married Steph to cover that up. Right, gee, a lot of stuff goes on at neighbours, doesn't that? Now, it Lib- certainly does. Libby yeah. being your daughter, you would have been a bit pissed off. You've forgiven Toadie, like uh, he's helping out someone that did she have an affair with Drew? I remember Drew. Oh my God, I think that's why I started watching the show so much when he was on there. <laughs> yeah, well, Libby Libby married Drew, of course, um, yeah. but Drew Drew died in a horse ride, horse yes. riding accident. At Oakley. Oakley, yes. Mm-hmm. And so how did – oh, no, I've got to move on because my brain's going too much. Okay, I've got to ask the next question before I get back into that one. Oh, now, how many kids do Carl and Susan have? I thought it was 57 at last count. <laughs> well, Carl, Carl Kennedy has uh, three children with, with Susan. Uh, he also has a child, one child, Holly, with Izzy. Hoyland, yes, yes. and uh, Susan has uh, three children um, that she basically inherited when she married Alex Kinski. <laughs> inherited, that's, yep. Right, see, and then you had all the stepkids that came up. 
you know, into the Kennedy house and that you kind of oh, yes. looked after. Oh, yes. We, yeah, we, oh. we looked after a lot of kids. Yeah. Uh, Joel Samuels and mm-hmm. Toadie, of course, came yep. in and uh, yep. there, were, there were many of them. Yep, that's right. You're a very, very kind couple, you and Susan. So big thank you to everyone in the neighbours world, which brings me to the next question. Uh, what's in the box of Susan and Cole that they keep under the bed? <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, missed, I, I missed that one. It's sorry. probably just as well because I was asking what's in the box that Susan and Cole uh, keep under the bed. No, don't answer it. The, no. the blue box. We, we steadfastly refuse to, to discuss what's in the blue box, but <laughs> let, let me tell you well. this. Mm. It's probably just as well if I don't mention it on your mm. podcast because that could change the rating of your podcast. It could. I have to put it on to nighttime viewing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, and now, how many affairs has Carl had? Well, this is a matter of great contention. Mm. He, he had an affair with, uh, with uh, Sarah, um, Sarah Beaumont. He did actually kiss uh, a patient when Susan was in Africa and oh. he did have feelings for her, but it never went further than just having a kiss. Just as well. But with, and with Izzy Hoyland, um, he, he had actually separated from Susan before he started the relationship with Izzy Hoyland. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, technically, maybe not an affair, although I suppose the very fact that he was thinking about uh, Izzy Hoyland before he left Susan, maybe that's an affair mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, mentally, he was, he was, uh, his fidelity wasn't there. Yes. Um, but you know, that's, that's primarily his, his, uh, history in that regard. Yep. He's married Susan Kennedy three times. Oh. That's the remarkable thing. <laughs> oh, that is just, I don't, if, I don't know if that's a love story or just, um, a bit confusing really. But a, a lot goes on at Ramsey Street, I tell you. I often think, I don't think I'd like to be friends with anyone there because there's always something happening. And and when the um, Toadie and Dee, when they got married, and I can just remember that car going off the cliff, And but I was probably concentrating on the wrong thing because it looked like a wig had just stuck to the window <laughs> of her yeah, blonde the, hair. The, um to be honest with you, the uh, the wig on the dummy that was sitting in the passenger seat almost came off oh. and, and, and flew out the window. It's quite funny. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Now, just quickly, everybody knows that knows Neighbours, how many superstars have been on that show? And you've been through there, right, for pretty much all of it. So even that in itself, there's way too many names to say, but I'm going to run through just a few. Paula Abdul, Abdul Guy Pearce, Margot Robbie, Delta Goodrum, and even Barry Dubois, I just wanted to say that name, from the living room. Russell Brand, holy shit. What was he like? Oh, yeah. Oh, keep, well, yeah. Well, Russell Brand was fantastic. I, I didn't get to do much with him. But, you know, I mean, the, the, I'm actually looking at a list now of, of people who have been on the show um, oh. And it's huge. I mean, you've got yeah. you've got to remember that we we had Emma Bunton on there yes. and Julian Cleary. Um, we, we you know the Wiggles were on Neighbours, of course. And yep. uh, we've had we've had lots of sports people, Warwick Capper and Michael Whitney, yes. and of course Shane Warney, of course. Yeah. Um, I had a wonderful time with Carl Krujaniski, the scientist. Who, he was oh, in yes. episode four thousand five hundred and fifty. Holy um, shit! If anyone wants to look at it, and of course my one of my favourite bands. Uh, in the world, the wombat sang in Charlie's in episode five thousand six hundred and forty-two. Oh wow! So, yeah, there's oh. been a lot, a lot of guests. Uh, we, uh, Lily Allen was one of my favourites as well. She oh, came to yes. radio station, and sang a song. Yep. Yeah. Oh look, that that's just there's 
that's what I mean. When neighbours, we found out it was going to stop and all those people, not only losing their jobs and everything, but all the superstars that have been through uh, and on that show, and it's made careers for a lot of people too. They've kind of started from there and bounced off and went off and, you know, did their thing. So it's I'm so grateful that it's back. Is there any awkward, funny moment that sticks out with it? That, that's happened behind the scenes, or that well, no, not, not that I not, not that I ever really can recall. But the funniest thing that ever happened to me was on the screen, mm-hmm. and it was my favourite episode in episode seven thousand, where Cal Kennedy lost scratch a ticket worth seven thousand dollars, <laughs> and he had to roam all over Erinsborough to find it. Um, but when he got to Toadie's house, everyone in Toadie's house was nude because they were having a naturalist lunch. So ta- Carl had to nude up to find his oh. lost ticket. <laughs> which he did find stuck to Tony's backside. I was going to say, please don't tell me it was, I missed that episode, that it was in someone's butt crack, and it was. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> yes. much. Oh, dearie. Good old neighbours. You just never know what's going to happen on that show. So, all righty. Thank you so much for everything. Now, I just want to also ask you, um, what advice would you give to up-and-coming actors and actresses? Like... For, you know, because it is a hard industry to get into and to stay and have continuous work. Well, that's right. I mean, having 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 a diversity in your skills is really important. So, uh, constantly uh, seeking to improve yourself. I mean, the worst thing you can do as an actor is to sit back and say, "Okay, I'm an actor," yeah. and wait for the work to come. Yep. You you really need to get out there. I, I always encourage anybody who's an actor to to really work on their their voice, their singing voice, and their speaking voice. Uh-huh. Um, to practice accents all the time. To work with other actors. We had a we had a um, when I was young. We had a group called Skillshare, which was a, a whole bunch of actors would get together once a week to uh-huh. share skills. Yep. And so basically, you've got to. to uh, it's really important mentally for your mental health also to have a a really good, strong community of friends uh, or, or colleagues that you can you can work with and you can speak to um, to to you know keep keep yourself going, I suppose. Yes. Yep. Um, yep. So yeah, it's get, look for look for support and things like that. Yep. And just just work hard at your craft. Yeah. Yep. Because it is very difficult. Because you can have the door shut in your face fifty times, and then but you just have to keep waiting for that one opening because you just might not be what they're looking for. It doesn't mean you're not any good. So That's exactly right. That's yeah. a great piece of advice in itself yeah. as well. So that support system is is wonderful. I've, I'm doing a, um, a screen test coming up soon and I'm actually playing a murderer. Now, I know a lot of people say immerse yourself in the character and, you know, be the character, but I can't <laughs> really go out and pra- practice murdering people, can I? So <laughs> No, you can't. But, uh, but but interestingly, you know, I mean, for instance, in that circumstance there, uh, you can go out, of course, and um, oh, and look at, uh, uh, you know, sort of like a, there's a lot, a lot of television, mm. you know, uh, where you, you could look at, which sort of delves deeply into um, into that sort of crime. Um, the Jeffrey the Jeffrey Dahmer series probably being one of the most remarkable. So, oh, um, I, yeah, mm. there are things you can do to try and you know get your head get around the idea, the concept. Yep, and and not go out and actually practice it. I yeah, actually, please, Alana, don't, no. yeah, don't, don't kill anyone because <laughs> you need your podcast link. That's it. And also, you you couldn't really, to practice for Dr. Carl, just say to someone, hey, Dahl, I need to practice surgery. Do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't, work. it doesn't quite work. No, that's right. All right, we are all very, very excited for the new Neighbours coming up. I, am, I just can't wait. And... 
because it is a soapy, do you think they're going to resurrect half of the people that they were killing off when it was going towards the end? They were dropping off like flies. I was so <laughs> emotional. It was a bloody roller coaster. It's like, oh my god, who's going to die now? Can they yes, bring no, them I, back? I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I don't think we'll have many ghosts on the show, but uh, oh. certainly, yeah, but uh, hopefully, soap. hopefully they'll they'll reduce the quota of uh, of deaths. I yeah. reckon it was like they were trying to get fifty thousand um, things happening in towards the end before it had to end, and it was an emotional roller coaster for uh, those of us watching it. But maybe yeah. like a, a soap, like Bold and the Beautiful, and things like that. They can come back as someone else or as a twin or they just amazingly floated up on an island and then came back again and they're, they're fine, no broken bones or anything. So, you know, Dr. Carl might perform some miracles. Who knows? Let's see. Let's yeah. see, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I really am so grateful and so honoured to talk to you. And if you ever need someone, like even an extra, even if I'm just in the background in a corner sitting down, you know, eating a cheese sandwich or something, hey, I'm available. One of my dreams to be on Neighbours. See, when I found oh, out yeah. it was going off 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 air too, I thought, oh, no, how am I going to do that dream? And now it still <laughs> lives. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely be putting your name forward, Alana. Oh, Don't worry. Hey, thank you so much. And now I want you to tell people for, to listen to your music, to find your music, to follow you. Um, where can they find it? What do they do? Uh, thank you. Yes. Well, if you if you're looking for hard copies of any of my music, you can find it at my website. I have a store a store page on my website. It's alanfletcher.net. Okay. Simply alanfletcher.net. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Um, and of course, Spotify, Apple Music, Title, Amazon, all those streaming platforms. All my music is available under my name, Alan Fletcher. Mm-hmm. Or there is also Alan Fletcher and the Waiting Room. If you want to do a deep dive into my past, yes. I also love to do to write Christmas music. Uh, it's a passion of mine. I've got three Christmas songs up there oh, wow. on my uh, on my my Spotify and Apple accounts. So uh, if you're feeling a little bit festive or, yes. or later in the year you would like to hear some Christmas music, I've got three songs there too. Oh, that is bloody awesome. I love Christmas songs because they're all, as long as you don't hear them, like 50,000 of them in every shop you go into, but they're so uplifting. I think we should listen to Christmas songs all year round if we could handle it. So absolutely good on you for all that you do. Also, thank you for the charity work that you do behind the scenes. I, I know that you, you've you've done a lot of that. So thank you for everything that you do, and for all your talent, and especially for your time today. I am hugely grateful. Oh, bless you, Alana. It's been wonderful chatting, and uh, and all the best for you and all your listeners. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We'll talk soon, hopefully, and I can't wait for neighbours to be back. So bless. Thank- Thank you to Alan Fletcher and thank you listeners. So you can follow this uh, Alana's Because I Can podcast on Spotify and I also have my website where I have my books, albums uh, and you can find that on alanafitzgerald.com.au and follow on Facebook on uh, alanafitzgerald forward slash official, some shit like that. (laughs) I'm not really good with that but you can follow it on that too. So thank you once again to Alan Fletcher aka Dr Carl. Yay, thank you. Thanks a lot. Maybe see you in Tamworth. Oh, for sure. For all info, go to www.alanafitzgerald.com.au. Been a few too many W's there. Anyway, thanks for listening to Alana's Because I Can podcast. Mm-hmm.